Welcome to the torture chamber, where it's totally okay to drive your best friend insane. No wonder I had no friends. I want some date rape drug. I'm gonna go to do some date raping. This is a movie that's too bad to even star Casper Van Dien. If anybody out there is a particularly religious person, I just want to let you know right now that your lord and savior is a giant bunny. Hello, hello, potential victims. It's been one week. No, I'm not even going to bother trying to sing that song. Um, mm-mm. <laughs> Welcome to the Torture Chamber. As always, I am your wonderful host, Dennis Neal. Over there, even though he doesn't sound like himself, that's Jason Christopher. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, my God, your voice. Well, see, all right, I gotta... I know I sound like crap, you guys. And you're probably wondering, Jason, you're diseased. Why are you on the show? Fact of the matter is, I'm not diseased. I'm not even sick. Um... But a thing happened to me. I'm going to tell you all about real quick. This will count as our small talk section. Um, Friday. We, <laughs> it's out there. I sound like I'm going through second puberty. So you really, really do. I sound like Kathleen Turner's gay cousin. All right. Um, Friday, we went for a, a company lunch, which we do generally every Friday at the office. And um, we went to this... A uh, little Hispanic restaurant on the corner called Las Margaritas. I'm saying their name because I don't think it's their fault what happened, but it might be, but I'm not sure. And it's a really nice restaurant. We've eaten there before and it was great. And I, I had this lovely Cuban sandwich, pulled pork and ham and Swiss cheese. It was wonderful. And immediately after, I mean immediately after I finished eating it, I started going through the five stages of vomiting grief. Oh, fun. It's like, was it last show or show before or whatever I was talking about when I threw up at Christmas? I said it's been forever since I threw up. Now, apparently, it's all I do. <laughs> Alright, and I want to stress here, I'm not bulimic. I did not throw up on purpose. But I was sitting at the table. And if, you, if you were bulimic, you would be much better looking than what you are. I mean, bulimia is not funny. Don't make jokes like that. Um... <laughs> I'm sitting here at the table, and I got that, you know that feeling you get where, well, I've talked about it, where it's like, yep, it's going to happen. Yeah. So so I went through denial, anger, and bargaining real quick, and I jumped up from the table, and I ran to the bathroom. Now I want to talk about the bathroom really quick, because it is, I don't know what kind of Mexican, what kind of, I almost said Mexican, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what kind of Hispanic restaurant it is. I'm not sure if they're Cubans or Puerto Ricans or Mexicans, so I'm just going to say Hispanic. (laughs) But it's those damn Hispanics' fault that my streak remains unbroken. Because I also said last time I talked about throwing up, this is not a podcast about throwing up, by the way, that I... And yet, two weeks in a row, that's what we're talking about. (laughs) I have not managed to throw up in the toilet since I was like six or seven. And my streak continues. Because here's what happened. See, the restaurant, it's like one of those, it's not like, you know, like an Applebee's. Where it's all just fucking, you know, corporate and samesies and fucking, like, cookie cutter. Like, they painted the walls and shit. Like, right outside, uh, there was a window next to our table. And right outside the window 
was a giant mural covering the side of the building, a painting of Frida Kahlo. Like, I get it. You're Hispanic. I'm not going to forget. Like, you don't have to have Frida Kahlo watching me eat my yucca fries. Like, chill out, man. But, like, I went into the bathroom. Well, before I even say I went into the bathroom, I, I had a moment of panic because I went, I, I only knew where the bathrooms were because as I was desperately trying to find them, this guy was coming down the hall where they were. So I blow past him and I get to the two doors. Now, most bathrooms have a sign that say men and women but because this is a fucking like hispanic restaurant and they want you to feel all at home like you're fucking abuelas in the kitchen making tortillas they didn't have a man or a woman sign they just had two paintings of amorphous human shaped blobs that were supposed to represent a man and a woman but they looked exactly the same (laughs) so i'm standing there and i'm like which blob is for me? But then I realized that the blob on the right had slightly longer hair than the blob on the left. And I was just like, in my mind, well, long hair usually denotes femininity, so I guess I'm going in here. Oh, boy. And I and I just, without remorse, I thought to myself, look, this could go one of two ways. I'm either going to throw up and feel better, or I'm going to upset some woman and get arrested, but still throw up. So, you know... Let's see what kind of Friday I'm going to have. So I bust in the room and there's a urinal. So I'm like, thank God. But you know what there isn't? A toilet. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck. And I can't throw up in the the garbage can. Because again, since this is your Ablela's restaurant, they didn't have just like a standard industrial garbage can. They had a woven basket that people throw (laughs) garbage in. I'm like, I can't throw up in that because somebody's a Buelo wove that. Fuck! I'm going to have to throw up in the sink. A lot of this seems to center around the Abuela. Well, it's like her restaurant. Because like, I thought for a second I could throw up in the urinal, but nobody wants chunky vomit in the urinal, and I'm not a dick to fucking food service people, so I'm not going to make them clean that shit up, so I'm like, I'm going to have to puke in the sink. And the sink was beautiful. I felt so bad. It was like mosaic and brightly colored. Well, not anymore. Tiles. Like if I had a bathroom that I was going to do in like a fucking Southwestern theme, I would go to that restaurant and steal their sink. It was gorgeous. But I'm like, no, I'm going to have to defile this poor sink. So I'm leaning over the counter and I and I started to do the dog throw up. You know, you have a dog. Mm-hmm. Many of you out there who have a dog, you know when your dog's going to throw up because they jump up and they run to a corner and they start making that noise that, you know, and it really pissed me off because the night before my dog did throw up just like that and I was giving her so much shit about it. Like, why do you do that? I don't need you to announce you're throwing up. You're such a bitch. She's a girl. He's like, you're such a bitch. You'll have to just throw up. It's fine. But there I am in this bathroom just, and so, like, a little bit comes out, uh, and I think the reason I threw up is because I had guacamole for the first time. I've never had guacamole before. I eat avocados like they're going out of style, but maybe there's something about avocados and cilantro together that my stomach doesn't like. I don't know. But I'm standing there, and, just, and like, something comes out, and I'm like, okay, okay. Maybe it's not that, and then, like, the rest of it. 
just just chunky. <laughs> it's disgusting. And like I'm trying to like wash it down the sink, but I can't. And now I'm freaking out because I didn't lock the door, so I'm like, please don't let anybody come in. <laughs> so I'm grabbing paper towels and I'm scooping it out of the sink. And I'm like, sorry, Abuela, and I just throw it in the basket. This is a disgusting fucking story. I just I'm want sorry. you to know that. I'm sorry, I'm almost done. So I scoop it all out, and like I'm trying to like jam my finger down the faucet to get the rest of it to go down, because <laughs> I don't want them to know I did. I have weird throw up embarrassment, like you know, fucking get it all done. And I look up at myself in the mirror, and my eyes are red, and I'm crying, and I'm like, "That's why you're single." That face right there, and I finish. I feel better mostly. And I'm and I'm like wiping my mouth and washing my hands because they smell like vomit and shit. And I'm looking around this bathroom that is, of course, painted fucking. They had like a mural painter in there and painted like fucking I don't know, beach in Cuba on the walls and shit. And I'm like, why isn't there a bathroom here? All there is is a urinal and a sink and a fucking broom closet. And that's when I realized the broom closet is not a broom closet. That's where the toilet was. Why didn't they just have a stall door? Why'd they have to go out and buy an actual door? My abuela's not here making tortillas just get a stall door. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had to throw up in your sink. So I felt like crap. And I told you that long, horrible story to say the reason I sound like this is because stomach acid and vocal cords do not mix. There you go. How are you? Much better than that. So I'm sorry if I'm going to sound terrible for the rest of the show, but that's just that's the world we're living in, man. Well, since the last time we recorded, I got into a car accident. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Way to bring the tone down. You brought the tone down last episode with your hate crimes, and now it's a car accident. Why are you always trying to one-up For me, real. Man? For real. I mean, on the, on the plus side, you know, I'm perfectly fine. It, the, it was the other guy's fault, and now I have a new car, so whatever. It's like I start the show by talking about a minor inconvenience that I had and that you talk about some horrible fucking thing that happened to you. Like next episode is going to be like, oh, man, I got the worst paper cut. You're going to be like, I lost an arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So with that that said, oh, Jason, why don't you tell the wonderful people what we do here at the Torch Chamber? Well, what we do is my best friend over there <laughs> scours the planet for a movie that he knows I'm not going to like and that he makes me watch it and then talk about it. That's basically it. It's, it, the, it does what it says on the tin. It's just me being tortured. Pretty it's much. Terrible. Pretty much. Uh, what movie did you get to do this week? I did a movie called Skip Trace. And it stars Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Fuck off. That Johnny Knoxville. Like there's another one? You never know. There might be. I mean, real quick, how fucking Southern do you have to be to have your last name be Knoxville? I don't even think it's his real name. I think he picked it. It would have to not be his real name. Who the fuck has the last name Knoxville? 
Uh, let's see. According to Wikipedia, his real name uh, real name is Philip John Clapp Jr. Philip. <laughs> Hello, Philip. Yep. I like the name Philip because my brother, my brother's name is Matthew, and whenever we're just messing with each other, like he'll come downstairs and look at me and go, "Hello, Eric," which is obviously not my name, and I'll look at him and go, "Hello, Philip." We've been doing that for years. So the name <laughs> Philip makes me giggle. Sorry. That's not that doesn't mean anything. Continue. It doesn't um say why he picked the name. I don't really care, but I'm zero, I'm zeroing in on this just for a second. In October mm-hmm. two thousand and thirteen on the late night uh, talk show Conan Knox revealed that he comes from significant inbreeding discovered when he hired an American genealogist to help trace his family tree. Well, who's surprised? Where's he from? Originally, he is from... Ah, well, Knoxville, Tennessee. That explains the last name, then. There you go. There you go, Johnny Knoxville. Yep, okay. So, anyways, as Jason said... He did skip trace. I am going to read you the IMDb plot. A detective from Hong Kong teams up with an American gambler to battle against a notorious Chinese criminal. It's just it's just rush hour. Yeah, pretty much. It's just rush hour. But instead of a black guy, they teamed him up with this southern dude. That's basically it. Well, Jason, take it away. <laughs> I like Jackie Chan, believe it or not, because I like martial arts movies. Just peel back the layers of the onion. I like martial arts movies. And I I try not to rip on Jackie Chan too much, but he makes it difficult because he does the same things in every movie. First of all, he's, he's, he's Chinese, and he's been doing English language movies for a while, You'd think the accent would be a little bit thinner, mm-hmm. but it's not. And it's sometimes real hard to parse what he's saying. It's like it's like the movie Rush Hour. It's like, do you understand the word coming out of my mouth? He still sounds like that. Very much. Which I guess, you know, considering you were born in China and you've only been over here for a while, that's fine. But it's like the same problem I have with Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz has been over here how long? How the fuck she still sound like that? <laughs> fuck, man. Anyway, so so, Jack, so I like Jackie Chan and I like martial arts movies, but God, I'm sick of watching Jackie Chan in martial arts movies. He is like some sort of hybrid baby of Bruce Lee and a spider monkey because he does the same shit in every movie. He crawls up a building and then fights people. That's all he ever does. He parkours his, side, his way up the side of a building and then fights some people, which he did a lot in this movie. Anyway, so Jackie Chan. That's all he ever is, does. That's all he ever done. And then we always got to watch the bloopers at the end of the movie where he gets hurt. Stop doing your own stunts. He's like 80 years old. Stop doing your own stunts, Jackie. You're going to die. Oh, he did his own stunts again? He always does his own stunts. How old is he? Hold on a sec. Let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I also want to point out that the film was done by <sighs> Rennie Harlan who is notorious, and the reason why he's notorious is his film, Cutthroat Island, held the Guinness World Record for biggest box office flop of all time. 
It's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Jackie Chan was born in 1954, <laughs> so he's 62 years old. <laughs> Real quick, this will mean nothing to you people. It'll mean something to Dennis. He's a year older than Steven. <laughs> <laughs> old as fuck anyway so like i guess on the one hand like i respect him because like he does his own stunts but on the other hand you're 62 you got osteoporosis sit down jackie chan for real so he plays this cop in hong kong like always named benny who um watched his partner get blowed the fuck up and his partner's last words to him were like, protect my daughter. So he goes and protect his daughter's name is Samantha, played by Fan Bingbing, who I love because her name is fun to say. See, I like her. She's actually a good actress. And she's very pretty. Very, very pretty. She's a very good actress, yes, and she's very, very pretty. Um, so we flash forward to nine years later because yay. And, and Jackie Chan is trying to catch this um, Chinese drug lord who goes by the name of El Matador who's pretty sure is this public figure in China uh, Young or Young Yang something like that I don't remember, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up because I don't care that much either um, and there, he, he, goes, he goes to do some drug bust which Ends up destroying a bunch of houses on the pier. That doesn't matter. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but I do want to spend some time on this. If I've learned anything from martial arts movies, is that everybody in China and Japan is a fucking ninja, and all criminals carry katanas. They do. Now, I mean, I my brother is over in the yakuza. You know that they tell me that that's exactly what happens. We've been doing this for 10 fucking years. You are not a member of the Yakuza. Let it go. Do you know this to be fact? Yes! Yes, Mm -hmm. I do! Yeah, you're a member of the Yakuza, and I'm a member of the Latin Kings. Fucking West Side. Shut up! Anyway! So, Lang... No, never mind. I'm not even bothering. You damn right you're not. (laughs) Because, like... Every I don't know if they have very strict gun laws in China. I assume they do, because the criminals never have guns, but they always have katanas all the time. Where do they keep them? Because they're never wearing scabbards. They just have them in their trench. Well, have you ever been in a car with somebody, and then all of a sudden they reach in their back seat and they pull out like a bat? (laughs) No! Never mind. (laughs) Cars are you getting into? I told you you lived in the ghetto, so that's broke. <laughs> Never mind. Wait, wait. How, how often does this happen to you? No, worry about it. It's okay. lords or whatever and then like he gets put on probation by the chief Chinese police or something cause like he fucked up and then we switch to a scene of Johnny Knoxville who let's talk about Johnny Knoxville for a minute (sighs) he just looks like he smells bad I'm sorry which means you wanna fuck him 
a little bit. No, he just. You ever see somebody where they just look like they stink? Like his breath smells like ass. What? <laughs> he just he just looks off to me, and I had to watch him for an hour and a half. And I feel good about it. Johnny Knoxville is is he's run afoul of some Russian gangsters. And here's how I knew I was in for a bad trip with this movie because he's oh that's my dog. He said one of the tropiest things you can say in a movie like. The, the the Russian gangsters have him tied up upside down in a bowling alley and they're throwing bowling balls at his head and then the movie pauses and he says I bet you're wondering how I ended up here well it's a funny story and I'm just like, oh I fucking hate movies like that it's, yeah. it's either that or when there's an intro to a movie where it's like a long time ago is where our story begins it's like oh fuck it's one of those yeah, and it was one of those. So we have to have a fucking flashback with Johnny Knoxville. Because Johnny Knoxville is playing um, a con man gambler. Because mm-hmm. why not? Um, and he's at a casino in China, and he just, like, cons him out of a bunch of money. And then he accidentally witnesses a murder. Because why not, too? Because this movie is just tropey. It's just tropes upon tropes upon tropes. Like, the most glaring trope, I think... Because, again, we have to mention them every episode. I think it was Stewart on the Flophouse who said it's like a cop, not a cop movie. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. That's that's what this is. It's a cop, not a cop. It's the copiest, not a copiest movie I've ever seen in my life. At least a Rush Hour, they were both cops, I think. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Rush yeah, Hour. Yeah, they, they, they were. They were. Fine. So it's a cop, not a cop movie. He witnesses murder. Now he's on the run from fucking public figures slash potential drug lord guy. Um, and Jackie Chan has to go save him from the Russians, and the Russians want to kill him because he got, like, the Russian drug, the Russian mafia head guy's daughter pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so John, uh, Johnny Knox, but so um, Jackie Chan goes and saves him. And did. there's a lot of jokes in this movie about people getting punched in the balls. What? Like a lot. Like they have a fight scene where Jackie Chan is saving Johnny Knoxville from the Russians, and there's like four or five times in this fight where somebody gets punched in the balls. And that's not even all of the ball jokes in this movie. There's like four or five more of them coming after this. But he saves him, and he's like, Well, I'm taking you back to Macau. And he's, and Johnny Knoxville's like, I don't want to go back to Macau because, like, the fucking. We'll just call him the Yakuza. Fucking Yakuza guy is going to kill me because I witnessed him killing this woman. And and before she died, she gave me this phone. And Jackie Chan's like, yeah, right. Dying woman gave you a phone. Fuck off, Johnny Knoxville. You're an idiot. And um, also, uh, Jackie Chan's partner's daughter, who's his goddaughter, her name is Samantha. She's working undercover. Mm-hmm. At the at the at the Yakuza casino, and they realize, you know, she's tied to this somehow. It really doesn't matter. And there's a scene. Speaking of her, there's a scene early in the movie where Jackie Chan is like, "You need to protect yourself." So he gives her this box of self defense items. He gives her like some mace and a taser. And the Yakuza guys come to get her later. They're fighting her in her apartment. She has a fish tank, and they accidentally bust the fish tank. 
and water spills all over the floor and she's trying to get away from them. So she sticks the taser into the water on the floor and shocks them. That's not how tasers work. It really doesn't. There's not enough juice for that to happen. It's not. No, that water would probably just short out your taser. And I really I hate things like that. It's like, you know, she could have like thrown a toaster Mm. or pushed over the TV. That at least might make more sense than a tiny little handheld zapper. You're like, oh, now they're all shocked. Fuck off. No. <laughs> so so then it turns from like a buddy cop, not a cop movie to like a fucking road trip movie where Jackie Chan has to get them from Russia back to Hong Kong. From Russia with love. No, that's a better movie. Um, back not by Hong- much. I've seen that movie. <laughs> that's true. Back to Hong Kong. But like they don't have any money, so they can and and Johnny Knoxville burns Jackie Chan's passport because he doesn't want him to take him on a plane or whatever. So they have to travel across Russia and China, which don't get me wrong, China is a beautiful country, but for a road movie that's not like fucking Journey to the West, this is dumb. They keep running afoul of local native Mongolians. They get into a fight. With some with a giant Mongolian man, <laughs> and then oh my god, wait, let's talk about the Mongolians for a minute. Oh no! Oh shit, something happened in this movie, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so they get into a fight with the Mongolians, but because Jackie Chan had helped like the leader of the tribe's son when he almost got trampled by horses, they're like, well, we're not going to fight you anymore. You're cool with us, Jackie Chan and Johnny Knox. We'll take these Mongolian clothes and come join us at this party and drink our Mongolian liquor or whatever. And they're dancing and having a good time and whatever. Now, before I tell you what happens, I want to tell you a little thing I know about Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, in his off time when he's not getting hurt on movie sets, you know what he likes to do? What? Sing. Yeah, yeah, he does. So think about what I just told you. Because guess what's going to happen in a minute? He's going to sing. <laughs> They're sitting around this campfire. Remember, these are Mongolians. Just like straight out of any like fucking kung fu movie you've ever seen that's set in like the Revolutionary War period or the Renaissance or I don't know. I don't know history. Something, something or other. You know... Where they don't have belts and they all ride horses, that kind of fucking time period shit. Mm. And they're sitting there, and this one dude is playing a guitar. It's not called a guitar, but I can't remember the name. Not a sitar. You know, one of the blink, 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 blink instruments or whatever. And he's playing that, and Jackie Chad, who's kind of drunk, shut up, is just sitting there, and he's just like tapping his hands and humming along. And then he starts singing. <laughs> Oh God! And as soon as he said the first line, I was like, "Oh, please don't do this to me." Is this first... around the time when you when you texted me? You said, "I hope I hate this movie," and you were like, "Yep, I do." No, that was way earlier. Oh, okay, okay, because I think I, this would have been the perfect time for that. I actually had to watch this movie in bits and pieces because I had to go out last night and I didn't get to finish it. So I watched the rest of it this morning. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but he starts singing. <laughs> he starts singing. Somehow they know the tune to this song. I can't believe it. They're Mongolian. They don't have electricity. How do they know this song? He starts. To, they're playing it perfectly too. He starts singing "Rolling in the Deep" by Adele. 
Oh, come on. <clears throat> I'm not trying to be racist or anything, but you got to know what that sounds like. It's just Jackie Chan tapping his head and going, Dance, hey, fire, y'all. Start my heart. I'm like, Jackie, stop. If, if I can find a clip of it, I will play it right here for you people. As I fire, study in my heart. Return a fever pigeon, bring me me order dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Go in and sell me alle, alle, y'all should fit. See how I live with every place of you. Don't underestimate the resentment I would do. There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever picture bringing me out the dark It gets worse. It gets because he starts singing it, and then this one Mongolian woman she knows the words. How do they know? They don't have iPods. Yeah, but it's Adele. Everybody knows Adele. Oh, fucking apparently. Because guess what? The rest of the Mongolians join in, and they have a sing along of fucking rolling in the deep for reasons. My heart hurts. All right, so. So, like, after they finish, he falls asleep. Jackie Chan falls asleep, and Johnny Knoxville tries to escape for like the 50 million time or whatever. And he goes and he gets him back. They end up in. They, no, they were tracking through the desert first. I fucking hate any movie where people go to the desert. You know what this they, honestly reminds me of? This reminds me of The Rundown with The Rock and Sean William Scott. Why would you watch any movie that stars those two people? Well, I had. Uh, in an infatuation with Sean William Scott for a while there. And yet you mock me for my choices. Anyway. At least the guys that I think that look pretty look clean. Look, I'm upper middle class. I like to slum it. Anyway. So <laughs> I fucking hate any movie where people go to the desert because they always do the same shit where they just put a cow skeleton in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it's just a fucking universal symbol for this is the desert. I know it's the desert. You know how I can tell? All the fucking sand. I don't need a cow skeleton. And an iguana just dropped on a rock for reasons. Yes, there's always a fucking iguana. And a fucking rattlesnake noise. Do they have rattlesnakes and iguanas in Mongolia? I don't think so. I don't know. I would Wikipedia that, but I don't care. Anyway, so... I was just going to say I don't really care, but... So they spend the rest of the movie with just Jackie Chan dragging Johnny Knoxville back to Hong Kong and Johnny Knoxville and him, of course, become friends because that's what happens in these movies. Oh, yeah. And they're still on the run from the Yakuza. Oh, and the Russians, too, because the Russians keep finding that they stole a character from Deadpool for this movie. You remember the woman that fights Colossus, Angel? 
Yeah, Angel Dust. Yeah, they all can put her in this movie too. She's all Russian and she's wearing like a bustier and leather gloves and she's got her hair pulled back into a tight, tight pony. You know, that fucking Russian woman that's in every movie where you deal with the Russian mafia. Mm-hmm. That one giant woman who's super strong for no reason. I know a lot of Russians. I have never met a Russian woman who's not like 82 years old and wears a babushka and makes all of her food with turnips. I've never met this woman, but apparently she exists in Russia. I'm going to have to go over there and find her. You you don't want to go to Russia. Why not? What's wrong with Russia? They don't like gays and they really don't like blacks. That's just because they've never seen one. I like to think that if I went to Russia as a gay black man, I would be like some sort of like weird demon for them. Like the prophecy has come true. <laughs> that wasn't even a Russian accent, dude. What the fuck was that? Shut up. A negro blanco has has come, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I can't do I can barely speak normally. You want me to do accents right now? Touche. Carry on. The saddest thing about my voice sounding like this is I can't do Elizabeth's voice anymore. Oh, God. Well, Elizabeth will, re- will really sound sick right now if you did. Father! Father! <coughs> I've got cholera, father! That's not yeah, right, Elizabeth. Yeah, no, you... No, I wouldn't bother. That's all right, Elizabeth. You'll be with mother soon. Why aren't you crying about that, father? Fuck you, Elizabeth. Anyway, so... Well, that show t- suddenly took a scary took a, turn took a dark dark well look elizabeth's been giving him shit since christmas he's not happy anyway i think his name is william anyway so <laughs> we'll talk about that later so they finally get i don't know they end up on a river we find out that benny can't swim daddy knoxville says and that's when they truly become friends and they uh, skip ahead skip ahead skip ahead they end up back in hong kong where um Sam, the goddaughter slash daughter of Jackie Chan's murder partner, goes to the chief of police. But we find out he's working for El Matador. Why is he called El Matador? They didn't have a Chinese name for him. Why they had to pick a Spanish one? I don't know. That just occurred to me. And we find out that he's working for El Matador. He, like, kidnaps her and sticks her on a boat. Because that's where the final drug deal is going to go down. And Jackie Chan wants to go and save her and like he pisses off Johnny Knoxville so Johnny Knoxville goes to leave him and, and but he comes back at the last moment because they're friends now of course and Jackie Chan tries to prove that this public figure guy is um, El Matador because he, he's the, the phone that the dead woman gave Johnny Knoxville is thumbprint locked like a iPhone, but we're like, but, but the fucking display looks like it's Jarvis from the Avengers. I don't know why that bothered me. Like, no fucking phones look like that. So, like, he comes with the cops, and he's like, if I put this guy's thumb on the phone, it'll prove he's El Matador, and the guy puts his thumb on the phone, but it doesn't unlock, because he's not El Matador, because, of course, like, I saw that coming a mile away. Anyway, so, somehow... <clears throat> Um, Jackie Chan ends up on the boat. Johnny Knoxville calls. Oh, Jackie Chan gets arrested first. Then Johnny Knoxville breaks him out, and he calls in a favor from the Russians. What he did was basically he told them he was going to marry the pregnant daughter. Whatever, doesn't matter. So they're like on his side now, and the Russians come and they save Jackie Chan. And we find out in the middle of this that the actual identity of El Matador is. Can you guess? Because I bet you can. Because I did. Go ahead. 
to supposedly dead partner is actually the bad guy. Then, like, when the Russians are saving Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville, one of the Russians snipes a dude on the boat, on a speedboat, and the speedboat runs into the side of the bigger boat. So now the bigger boat is sinking, and of course, because Samantha's underneath the boat, like, it's filling with water, and they have to go save her after, like, the 80 million fight scene of this movie. And they do, and and Samantha finds out that her dad is actually a matador, and she rejects him because, you know, he's evil. He's a bad guy. This is great because Johnny Knoxville at one point, because he did. Johnny Knoxville said he looks like the kid from the Sixth Sense, and he's like, he does. He looks like an Asian version of that kid. <laughs> I see some other people. Because you know the ring. Anyway, so, because she's a ghost. Anyway, so, she's dead. Um, so they save her, and like the guy, the, the, the El Miller, because his daughter hates him now, he just lets himself die or whatever, and then the Russians save Jackie Chan or whatever. And somewhere in there, Jackie, Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville having a, a conversation, because Jackie Chan is like a cop who can't like calm down. And like, dude, you need to chill out. Jackie, Jackie Chan is like, I can't until I bring this man to justice. And J- Johnny Knoxville says, well, if you couldn't do that, like, what would you do? And he's like, I would have an alpaca farm, because haha. And that that comes into play in a minute. So they save the girl, whatever. And Johnny Knoxville and Samantha decide they're going to be together. I guess he's exonerated for his thieving and crimes or whatever. And they give Johnny, not Johnny, they give Jackie Chan, he has a farm, and they give him a bunch of alpacas. Now he's happy because he's like loosened up and he's apparently in a relationship with one of this female partner he had that I didn't mention because who fucking cares? And uh, oh, there's this joke earlier where Johnny or people want to call Jackie Chan Johnny Knoxville where Jackie Chan knocks out Johnny Knoxville with like a two finger death punch to the neck and then he teaches it to Johnny Knoxville and Johnny Knoxville knocks him out at the end and because it's funny and then it's over as the whole movie it's not really talk about buddy cop movie buddy cop road movie you've seen it a million times before okay, oh, okay. alright well um yeah yeah so, um, now we're going to talk about how much money the movie made. I can't imagine this movie made a lot of money. Well, there's two different bo- uh, uh, budgets for this movie. Um, one for $30 million and one for $60 million. Um, so I don't know exactly the amount it, it is. Uh, but the movie made $134 million. Okay. How much did it cost to make? Either thirty or sixty million. Oh, that's how much it cost to make. Okay, yes, that's how yeah, much. That, that, that was that was the budget. Right. It just didn't. It just doesn't say which is which here. Right. Um, I'm not even gonna get mad at that, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But go ahead. The it says um, the film was the number one on its opening in China. Um. Uh, the film has grossed a total of 870 uh, million yen at the Chinese box office. I don't know what that is. Converted to dollars. I don't know either. Um, so let's pretend uh, like it's good. Apparently, I I, yeah, apparently it is considered a, 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 a big hit over there, which it's Jackie well, Chan. All, all his movies do. Exactly. Um, that's what I was going to say. It might have to be a big hit. It stars Jackie Chan. He's like their biggest star. He's their only star, other than Chow Yun Fat and um, Jet Li. 
Chow Yun Fat. I haven't seen him in a while. I believe he retired. <gasps> well, yeah. there's not going to be a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 3. Did he die in the first one? It's been a while yeah, since uh, yeah he died. He got poisoned. Oh, oh then I guess he, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you um, put Jet Li in the third one. Nobody's going to notice. Out of 24 reviews, critic that was, reviews. That was not an all Asians look alike joke, by the way. Yeah, that was me ignoring that joke. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that joke. <laughs> out of 24 reviews, 8 is considered fresh and 16 rotten. So that brings it to 33% on the tomato meter. Now, this <laughs> is the first movie that we've done here at the Torch Chamber where the audience score is lower than the critic score. The audience score is at a 27%. And yeah. that's out of 2,077 ratings. 2,077 people felt strongly enough <laughs> about this movie to go on Rotten Tomatoes. I know you don't, actually. <laughs> you really don't. What what fuck is spoke to you so I, deeply in this movie? It's like I have to get in Rotten Tomatoes or write up a review. Dear Rotten Tomatoes, let me tell you about this Renny Harlan movie I just watched. No, 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 you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, that many people. We've watched way worse movies than this that have had few people. Movies that have driven me almost to the point of insanity, where even I wanted to go on Rotten Tomatoes and be like, "Don't watch this fucking movie, fucking." Fucking evil clown at a party. I'm still mad about stitches. Fucking fuck. Like I have okay, never all right, done all that. Right, all right, all right, all right. 277 people had something to say about Johnny Knoxville and his Two, nut uh, shot uh, uh, parade. Two thousand. Eat a dick. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. I'm. I have dyslexia for numbers, okay? You know this. I can't do numbers. It's okay. It's okay. So with that I, said... Damn it. Jason. Yes. Would I, you own this on DVD or Blu-ray, watch it on cable or rent it, or would you download to delete it? Surprisingly, I would watch it on cable or rent it. It's actually not a terrible movie, despite what I may have said, but it's just... So obvious. It's it's been done. Like if you like buddy cop, not a cop movies and road movies, you're basically gonna be okay with this. I mean, the fight scenes are kind of fun to watch. I mean, you know, there's nothing overtly terrible about it, but it's not like a movie that I'm gonna tell people about. I'm certainly not gonna go on Rotten Tomatoes and write a review of it, but like. You know, if you happen to be scrolling past, like, I don't know, stars or something, then it's on. Yeah, give it a watch. It's fine. It's not going to upset you. It'll kill a, It'll kill an hour and 40 minutes. So, yeah. Watch it on cable or rent it. It's fine. Okay. All right. That, that makes sense, then. Um, so, now is my favorite, favorite part of the show. Love that we have features on this show. Huh? So I love that we have features on this show. We do, we do. And it is now time for Jason versus the World recap. All right, so we mm-hmm. have. Here we both. Listen, fucking, fucking German. M Night Shyamalan. 
I don't know where he's from, but fucking that nationality too. Brad Pitt. You know, I suppose I should end my feud with Brad Pitt, but I'm not going to. All of Eastern Europe. I mean, that is where um, you Ebola is from, so I can't, can't, I can't not. Vince Vaughn. He, I still see his face in my nightmares. Him and that Wookiee baby. <laughs> uh, Joe Schmucka. Nipples on the bat suit twice, twice, and then can we talk about this real quick? In in in, which one had fucking? Is it Batman and Robin that had Mister Freeze? Yes. Can you explain to me why at the end they only had a certain amount of time to unfreeze Gotham, but they went all the way home to change outfits to then go and fight Mister Freeze? Why didn't they just go straight from where they were to get Mister Freeze? Shoot me up, Uncle Alfred. That was earlier. She already had an outfit. So Alfred made her two outfits. He made her that outfit. Yep. And then he made her another outfit. Yep. With silver embellishments on it so she could match these other two assholes. It's not even like their outfits were messed up. They just had to go and put the silver outfits on. And it's not like those outfits had any, like, I don't know, ice protection or whatever. They were just shinier than the other ones. You went all the way from the middle of Gotham, way the fuck back up, to Wayne Manor. Yep. To unzip yourself from your 900 pounds of rubber. To zip yourself back into 900 new pounds of rubber. Probably with Alfred's help, because you couldn't put that suit on by yourself. To then get your special little bat sled that only gets destroyed five minutes from now. To go all the way back to downtown Gotham. When you only have like 10 minutes to unfreeze the city or else everybody's going to die. That's a problem with Batman. He's a time waster. Well, yes. And the good thing is I don't want to get too much into this because um, March, I know we haven't announced it yet, is going to be Superhero Month. And oh, goody. That, that may or may not be one of the movies that you might have. That, that episode will be three hours long. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this. Well, that's okay, because Steel is also part of that lineup. Eventually. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, George Lucas. Uh, I haven't seen Rogue One yet, and I'm not going to go see Rogue One, because I don't really like Star Wars that much, but like, he needs to be stopped. It's, it's done. We get it. You made one series of three good movies. Stop. You could just live off of that. I, I have to end that feud right now because, like, I feel bad every time you say it. Because he's dead, and I love right. the so character. Has been erased. Alrighty then. That's alright. I have somebody to put in his place. Uh, well, we'll get to that at the end. The entire race of Wookies. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Wookies and Ewoks. Gotta go. I'm done. <laughs> Mark Hamill's makeup artist. What did they do in his face? And plus, like, they put so much... Ma- like, alright, not to show how gay I am, but you know if you put on too much foundation, it settles right into the lines on your face? And that's what they did. They put on so much foundation. He looked somehow simultaneously like he was two years old and 90 years old. What the fuck? What Was that person putting his makeup on in the dark? Or did they just... Maybe they thought they could do it, but if they used the force. Guess what? It doesn't exist. Um... 
He just gets on my nerves. <laughs> Adam Sandler. He really gets on my nerves. I'm so glad Christmas is over because if one more person thought it was just absolutely hilarious and novel to play the Hanukkah song during a Christmas music run, I was going to kill myself. All sharks. <laughs> they, just keep going. Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. Again, just to help her. It's tough love, Tara. It's tough love. Stop doing Sharknado movies. Stop. They made you a robot, girl. The Sci-Fi Network twice. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive her for Avalanche Sharks. It's okay. Ian Zerling. Zerling. It's pronounced Zerling. I know, but I like it's, saying his name wrong. His forehead is so big. <laughs> I don't respect him enough to say his name right. He uh, always looks like he smells something, too. <laughs> I forgot. I much like the rest of the world. I forgot he was there. <laughs> Donna, nine zero two one zero. Donna. <laughs> I'm never gonna take Donna off the list because I just love hearing you say it. Dan from the Flophouse. Oh, all right, Dan. I the, the, the feud with Dan is over. Okay. I I Dan's I was a short feud. I love. Fuck. Fuck that guy though. That feud's never gonna end. Now, normally we end at Jared Leto, but I added something here for you. Ooh, what? The 2077 people who reviewed <laughs> Skip Trace. Oh my god! First of all, alright, them, but you just reminded me of something else I'm adding to the list. Between, I thought you were gonna say something else, but Jared Leto reminded me. I also have a feud with the voting panel of the goddamn Academy Awards. Oh. Do you, they gave a nomination to Suicide Squad. Now, granted, it was for makeup and hair. It was just a technical reward that nobody cares about. But the fact that for the rest of my life, I'm going to have to refer to it as Oscar nominee <laughs> Suicide Squad makes me so angry. <laughs> so... If that's that, who was the other one you wanted to add? No. <laughs> Russians. <laughs> Russians. Alright. Russians for being such stereotypes in all movies. Doesn't that qualify under all of this No, because, well, first of all, Russia is technically in Asia, number one. Um, and number two, well, I should be more specific. Um,. I have to I have to phrase this very carefully lest I don't end up missing the Russian mafia but as they are portrayed in movies not the actual Russian mafia please don't come after me Boris I don't I don't I have vodka I will give it to you but like the Russian mafia Russians as they are portrayed in movies has got to stop they're always in dirty hostel houses they are that one strong woman and they're just beating people up cuz like you know what I watched the I watched over Christmas the Sensate Christmas special, which Sensate is a great show on Netflix. You should watch it. But like they had the same fucking guys in that movie, just wearing track suits and shooting people. Like, is that all they do in Russia? I think so. Do it. Put on one of those big furry hats and do that little Cossack dance. Just, just cheer up, Russians. Calm down. And also, finally, Johnny Knoxville. Okay. Where did he come from? Why is he still here? Now, I almost feel bad fighting him if 
he is inbred because it's not really his fault. But at the same time, you make me look at you, so somebody's got to do it. Johnny Knoxville on the list. And just to go back to Jared Leto for a second, my feud with Jared Leto will be on so long that it will probably end before I ever put Casper Van Dien on the list. Okay. You're never going on the list, Casper. So keep trying, but it's not happening. With that, that is not your day. With that said, it is yeah. now time for a new movie. Hello, Jason. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. I have so much to tell you. You, dude, come here, come here, come here, come here. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not here for conversation. Forget that, forget that. Have you watched the new episode of Drag Race? Oh my God, it's amazing. Girl, did you see what she wore last week? Girl and the hair. Oh my god! It's a weird episode we've done. I know. It's been bouncing all over the place. It's kind of fucking awesome. It's been bad. All Mostly right. Let me get it all out quick while I still have a voice to do <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so with Valentine's Day right around the corner, um, my wonderful co host. Valentine. Shut Not time. We've Shut been up. over this. Time no, to the end. It's valid. You're black. Stop. Shut up. So, with 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 that said, um, my wonderful co-host has suggested that he would like to do romantic comedies. For Why would you the tell them that? Why would you tell them that? Don't pull back the curtain. You could have just announced it. Yeah, well, you have to give them an insight into how we do things here at the Torture Chamber. Ignore him. He doesn't count. Um, wow, racist. Uh, listen. I got, you cannot be racist I'm to allowed I to be saw racist. hidden my figures yesterday. I am feeling my blackitude. Okay? What about President Trump? <laughs> <laughs> it's also so weird to say President Trump. I was just going to say that. I can't believe I have to say President Trump. I know. I know. I have these nightmares of him going over to North Korea, just looking at Kim Jong-un and being like, you're fired. And then just like locking <laughs> I want that. I don't want that. Anyways. Oh, God. Yeah. Great. If the rest of the world didn't hate us already. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Not this, the other show was political. Sorry. So you have four movies to pick from. And unfortunately, you already used your veto, so you're not allowed to use your veto as of yet. Excuse me. New month. Nope. Technically, we're still in January. The next show, you get your veto back. I need a fucking lawyer to keep all these rules straight. All right. <laughs> so four. You, have, you, you want them before? Uh, you, my yes, yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So you are going to uh, see... I almost don't want to tell you the name of uh, who's in this movie and just make you watch it without you not knowing anything about this movie. Because as soon as you see who the lead actor is in this movie, you're going to scream. Oh, God. So, is it Casper Van Dien? No, no. Oh. Somebody much worse than Casper Van Dien. Who's worse? Is it Jared Leto? Nope, nope. Okay, then I'll, uh, I'll probably be all right. It's a 2010 movie. Okay. The name of the movie is called Remember Me. Okay. It stars uh, 
Robert Pattinson. Oh! Oh no! <laughs> Oh god. So I will read you the plot. (laughs) A romantic drama centered on two new lovers, Tyler, whose parents have split in the wake of his brother's suicide, and Allie, who lives each day to the fullest since witnessing her mother's murder. Oh god, put Robert Pattinson on the list just preemptively. I'm not I can't. Oh god. He's the worst. When I had seen this, I was like, yes, I have to put this on your list. Now, here's the funny thing. When this movie came out, um, a group of us went to go see it because we thought it was going to be something a little bit different. And holy shit, there's a twist. Almost M. Night Shyamalan-like twist that you do not see coming that makes you just look at the, the movie screen and go... What the fuck was that? What what the fuck was that? Robert Pattinson is so awful. The Twilight episode, our first episode of this podcast, is the only one I can't listen to. Because I don't <laughs> like to be reminded of his existence. Well, there you go. Sorry. <sighs> at least Bella's not in it. No, no, she's not in it. Fuck so, me. I hate her so much. If you would like to email us. God damn it. You can email us at podcastgtc at gmail.com. Or you can go to our blog where we post updates. And I make promises to post things that I never do because I'm a terrible parent that way. Um, the Torture Chamber blog.wordpress.com, aka the longest URL in human existence. Or you can tweet us at tchamberpodcast. You always leave that sentence open like there's more to say. There's not. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's the end of the show now. It is. It's the end of the show. As always, I am Dennis Neal. I'm going to go make some tea and rest my voice. I'm Jason Christopher. (laughs) Sound like shit. You do. Dennis. Yes, Jason. It's hard for me to say this. It's literally physically hard for me to say this. I don't. It's not emotionally hard because it's true. I hate you. Yeah, well, according to my president, you can be deported and bite me. I'm from here! How are they going to deport me? You can't tell me to go back to Africa. I've never been there. God damn it.